0: Hi, this is Rod Faulkner, and you are listening to The7thMatrix.com Eye on Sci-Fi Podcast. Hello fellow science fiction freaks and geeks, and welcome to Episode 7 of The 7th Matrix Eye on Sci-Fi Podcast. This is Rod, your host. Thank you so much for listening. This episode, I have not one, not two, not three, but four science fiction films that each involve artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is a very prevalent and popular topic in science fiction. There have been countless movies made about it, including 2001 A Space Odyssey, the Terminator film franchise the Matrix film franchise, Ex Machina, and so many others, as well as countless television series, books, and other media. The idea of true thinking machines has fascinated science fiction writers and fans for generations, myself included. In the four short films that I'm going to share with you this episode, Artificial Intelligence specifically takes the form of self-aware robots, androids, and other artificial life. In the first short film, called Rise, written and directed by filmmaker David Karlak, we meet a world in which a subservient class of androids have become self-aware. Known as sentients, Tensions between them and humanity come to a head when one of the sentients kills a human being in self-defense. The world panics and soon the sentients find themselves persecuted and hunted down. A leader of the sentients is portrayed by late actor Anton Yelchin. Many of you all will be familiar with Anton Yelchin in his role as Chekhov in the J.J. Abrams reboot of the Star Trek film franchise. Tragically, Mr. Yelchin died in 2016 at the young age of 27. But he left behind an impressive list of credits and amazing performances, and Rise is definitely no exception. In Rise, he portrays Basil. He is captured by the human military, led by Colonel Briggs, who is portrayed by yet another veteran character actor, Rufus Sewell. Mr. Sewell also has an extensive list of credits, including A Knight's Tale, starring Heath Ledger, Dark City with Kiefer Sutherland, and more recently, The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. The core of the short film is the confrontation between Basil and Colonel Briggs. Beso staunchly advocates for the right of the sentients to exist. However, Colonel Briggs believes that they are an imminent threat and must be eliminated. At the climax of their confrontation, Beso issues a dire proclamation. The sentients will not go quietly into that good night. They are going to fight for their survival. Rise features a fully realized and fascinating world in which technological wonders are juxtaposed with an environment filled with paranoia and fear. Despite Mr. Yelchin's untimely passing, I do hope that this short film is developed into a full-length feature film because I definitely want to see more of this world and the characters that dwell in it. The second short film is called Seem. Seem is set in the near future in which humanity has already fought a war with intelligent machines and at the opening of the short is enjoying a fragile peace. However, that peace is shattered when it is revealed that many of these thinking machines look like human beings and live among us. However, they are sleeper agents which can explode with powerful destructive force. When a sleeper agent explodes in Hong Kong, a new conflict between the machines and humanity threatens to erupt. Caught in the middle of all this chaos is a young married Jordanian couple, Ayana and Yusuf. Ayana and Yusuf become targets of the human military and are pursued in a spectacular chase across the vast and ancient Jordan deserts. The chase concludes in a spectacular climax at the border of a region known as a haven for the intelligent machines known as the Seam. Written and directed by brothers Ilan and Rajiv Dasani from Master Key Productions, Seam is magnificent because of its ambitious scope and scale. Scenes were actually filmed in location in both Hong Kong and Jordan, and that lends a very cinematic and majestic sheen to the entire short film. Seam also boasts Oded Fair, Oded Fair is another accomplished actor of television and cinema. His credits include the Resident Evil film franchise, The Mummy film franchise starring Brendan Fraser, and on television 24. Here in this short film, Mr. Fair lends his trademark gravitas and presence to the proceedings. From its breathtaking cinematography featuring the sleek urban sprawl of a neo Hong Kong to its blockbuster visual effects, Seem is definitely a project that will grab you by the throat and won't let go until the final credits. Our third short film is a very unique robot uprising story called Runaway. Part of what makes Runaway so unique is its visual aesthetic, I describe its unique aesthetic as a cross between a science fiction story, a western, and steampunk. Set in the year 2065, sophisticated androids have formed a servant class known as synthetics. In an event called the Awakening, all of the synthetics become self-aware all at once. This new class of artificial life form seeks their freedom and equal rights with humans. However, the corporations that own them have other plans. The corporations commission a deadly core of bounty hunters known as dark coats to apprehend the synthetics at any and all cost. Runaway focuses on two dark coats, Rensselaer, who is a very pragmatic man who views his duties as a synthetic bounty hunter as nothing more than a way to earn a living. However, his partner Barrett has a far more militant view. Barrett hates synthetics, believing that they are the devil's work. He wants to rid the world of them. After encountering a fugitive synthetic named Maria, Along with synthetic sympathizers, Mason and his companion, Louise, Rensselaer is forced to reconsider his beliefs regarding the plight of the artificial humans. This strains his already tenuous partnership with Barrett, and when the two bounty hunters finally catch up to Maria, a fateful turn of events leads to an explosive reckoning. Runaway is very provocative because it is a timely metaphor for racism, xenophobia, and the rise of extreme nationalism throughout the world. Because the synthetics are feared just because they are different, and society, particularly those in power, perceive them as a threat to the status quo. This short film boasts, along with its unusual sci-fi, western, and steampunk aesthetic, excellent production value across the board. This is mainly because its independent production studio, TK2 Films, is also responsible for one of the most popular independent science fiction short films that is currently online. In fact, you can find it on YouTube. The project is called Star Trek Horizons, so definitely check that one out. And I will also include a link to it in the show notes. Last but not least, is another terrific sci-fi short film about a robot named Proto. Proto was created in an advanced robotic lab by the military in order to be the perfect soldier. When Proto comes online, he begins to exhibit a more childlike demeanor. He's very inquisitive about the world around him. This pleases and excites his programmer, Simon. However, the program head, Professor Andrews, views the robot's independent streak and childlike demeanor as a significant programming flaw. Things come to a head as Proto realizes his true intended purpose is to be a tool for violence. In a rousing act of defiance, Proto takes control of his own destiny. What sets Proto apart, not only from the other short films that I've listed in this episode, but many other stories about robot uprisings, is that it is not bleak, dark, violent, and pessimistic. Instead, it is bright, hopeful, and in a way inspiring. It is also an international production between two studios, Film Finn in Denmark and screen South based in the United Kingdom, and the production value is exquisite. A link to each of these four extraordinary short films is included in the show notes. Personally, I do believe we will eventually develop machines that can actually think like humans. But, a more important question I think we need to ask ourselves is, do we have the spiritual, moral, and ethical maturity to handle such a quantum leap in our technological evolution? And that concludes another episode of the 7th Matrix Eye on Sci-Fi podcast. Thanks again for listening, and remember to subscribe to us via our RSS feed, on iTunes, or wherever you found us. And please leave us a review on iTunes as well. That really helps others find us and I really appreciate it. Make sure to head over to theseventhmatrix.com to discover a wealth of independent science fiction and fantasy content that we have collected there. Sign up for our newsletter so that you will receive our latest discoveries directly into your inbox. So until next episode, everyone, remember to take a break, escape the mundane, and enter the fantastic. Take care.